0: Good morning
1: and welcome our number three of our get-together. It's the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. It is 8.06, your time check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Nick Saban retires from Alabama. Can you believe it? Chris Christie has dropped out of the race. Good. Hopefully he's retired, too. And also, uh, you've got cold weather to contend with here, but a headline out of California, an avalanche has killed... Uh, At least one out there. And Hunter crashes a hearing on Capitol Hill. Those are some of your stories. But right now we've got a special guest in the studio. And it has to do with veterans. And veterans have sacrificed so much for us. There is never too much that we can do for them. And my friend Dan DeMarco represents Soldiers Freedom Outdoors. This is a local gem that we're blessed with in our own community that helps veterans and changes, in many cases, their direction in life. Trying to trying to lower that number of 22 suicides a month. Trying to change that number, right? That's what we're doing. Yes, sir, Bob. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Dan DeMarco, welcome to the Bob Rose Show. It's good to see you again. You too. Enjoying this cold weather. Yeah, I look, I look at it as a break, but I don't want it every day all the time. So, tell me about i know you have a program it's a ten dollar monthly donation that seems to be readily affordable really for anybody if you look at what a cup of coffee and a donut cost these days i mean ten dollars a month uh to help soldiers freedom outdoors how can people get enrolled in that
2: uh you just go to soldiers freedom org. click on the donate button and become a monthly recurring donor it's uh roughly 33 cents a day you know all that money goes back to help our veterans uh you know Uh, For 12 years, this will be 12 years now, we're still, nobody gets paid. Uh, I don't want to sit here and say that'll that'll be forever. Uh, As we grow, we serve more veterans, expand, but uh, we are very, very responsible with our donations, and uh, all of it goes back to serve our brave men and women and their families.
1: Yeah, and and, and really, it does impact the community beyond that. Located in in Melrose, uh, Camp Freedom, uh, you host uh, all kinds of events. You've got equestrian programs that you can put your kids in. You don't have to be a veteran for that program, and, uh, and it helps
2: to raise funds. Absolutely, yeah. We have a, a, a huge horse program uh, with uh, for, for military. We, we give quite a big discount, and of course, uh, civilians are welcome. You can check that out on our website as well. And all that helps Camp Freedom, helps Soldiers Freedom Outdoors.
1: Yeah, and you're utilizing the property that it's on, not just for the veterans, to to enjoy themselves, which is really what it's about, or that's the main focus. So they can be around others that may have had similar experiences and how they can relate to each other and help each other. But upcoming events, like everybody is invited to this February event, and it is the Florida Hunt 10, they call it. And this is for enthusiasts that have metal detectors,
2: right? It is. It's huge. And actually, uh, one of the best groups we've ever worked with, and, you know, a lot of veterans do metal detecting. It's a it's a therapy. It's a hobby. They get out. They get exercise. Get in the woods. Find new treasures. It's kind of fun and exciting. And, and if you've never done it, well, come on out and, and give it a try. It's going to be open to the public. It's a two-day event. It's $100 for both days to metal te- to come out and metal detect uh, 700 acres. Uh, whether you're a, a professional or a novice, uh, and, and then we're going to have a, we have some seeded stuff going on where we you know we got about four thousand dollars worth of coins that'll be planted out along the ranch, and then we have a, a beautiful beach setting for just for the kids. So we're gonna have a special uh, kids hunt, seated hunt, where they'll they'll get introduced to metal detecting and have a great time. We'll have wagons running around the property for transport. We're gonna have great food. And this is just a big fundraiser for us, but it's a lot of fun. And if you're, you know, there's gonna be a ton of vendors there too. So if you're into metal detecting, wanna get into metal detecting, wanna support our cause, come on out in February 24th and 25th. That weekend, it's a Saturday, Sunday, you also can look up that information on our Facebook page or at org. Yeah, bring the whole family. That's Everybody's invited to this,
1: and all the money raised goes right to Soldiers Freedom Outdoors and helping our veterans. So it's totally a win-win. Also, your blacksmithing program seems to be pretty popular.
2: Yep, it is. We fill it every time. Uh, once a month, we have a two-day blacksmithing class for our veterans. It is free. There is no charge. Carl Oliver... Um, does a great job, great job teaching the class, uh, donates all his time. And, uh, you know, that's how it is with all our, our stuff out there. You know, we have, uh, uh horses one one for military children coming up this weekend, free for the family to come out. And, uh, the kids get to learn about horses. They get to ride. We do a hay ride around the farm. Uh, we, we have so many different events. Uh, of course our banner, uh, uh, four day retreats for our veterans. That's, uh, that's your main focus Uh, that's our main focus is where a lot of the healing takes place but all this other stuff uh there's so many things that we do that a lot of people don't know about like uh we're going to start a beekeeping class for veterans i've heard there was
1: quite a buzz about that
2: uh, (laughs) it's good this spring uh (laughs) it's in the works we got our first hives and and we're excited about that so all these things make a difference and i'll be honest the blacksmithing has been amazing because a lot of the veterans come out. They take this class. They get to make their knife. They learn how to make their own leather sheath. And you know what? They're going home and starting their own. Yeah, you know, and it's good and for. And Carl
1: him. Oliver, it's not like he doesn't feel like he's competing with him. He's training all these people.
2: Ah, uh, he's yeah, he is amazing. And then he, you know, he gives out their phone number if they got questions. So it's very therapeutic, and it's also an introduction to uh, possibly getting that veteran to a retreat.
1: Well, that's the thing is all these things, the equestrian stuff is therapeutic, whether you're riding or just learning how to take care of an animal, that sense of responsibility in that. The blacksmithing thing, same thing, that develop a skill that you could turn into a hobby or maybe even a business. I love it how you're having more and more things go, uh, and I know you have some other exciting programs that you're not ready to completely uh, uh, take take public right now, but they are very interesting and exciting things that benefit beyond the circle of veterans
2: we do we have some things coming up we'll talk about next month uh and and i want to put this out there if you're if you're a business owner and you want to be a corporate sponsor you can sponsor uh, a water sports day for veterans and their families you can sponsor that four-day retreat for veterans you can sponsor a blacksmithing class a lot of different things you can get involved in uh, at a lot of different levels um but i want to see as the community come together and you know, those ten dollar donations a month, you know, one, yeah, but what if we had a thousand? Yeah. A thousand people get together. Right. Ten dollars a month is a lot when you're talking about a thousand or fifteen hundred people. That's where the power is. It's in everybody
1: saying, Hey, I'm gonna do my part. It's not a huge part, but along with other people in the community, I can make a difference for veterans' lives. In fact, maybe even save a veteran's life.
2: That's right. It's all about working together. Teamwork makes the dream work. And it you know, little donation, small donation. Um, that's what counts. But I also want to say thank you to everybody that has ever supported us that still supports Soldiers Freedom Outdoors, all our small sponsors, large sponsors. Uh, you've been great, and we're just excited for the future. We, got, we still have a big task to take on with making sure our veterans are on the right track and moving forward, and uh, we're looking forward to 2024. I just
1: have to ask you again. Are you really doing this beekeeping class, or are you just blowing smoke?
2: Wow. <laughs> oh, that's good. Dance, I, yeah. will, I
1: won't ah. end in the interview until I've used all of my material. <laughs> okay, well, we're done now. Welcome to my world.
3: That's Dan. it.
2: <laughs> so you
1: just we'll get this once a, once a month or so. But, uh, yeah. Dan DeMarco, Soldiers Freedom Outdoors. For more information, you can find him on Facebook or go to soldiersfreedomoutdoors.org. Help veterans. Ten bucks a month makes a huge difference. Anything you can do. Volunteer. All of that. It's an awesome program. I stand behind it. And I'm proud to be Dan's friend. It is 815. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And we'll talk more about debates and town hall meetings last night on 97.3 The Sky.
0: The Dana Show. There are people who apparently don't understand the relationship between economic policy and then what that does to the market. No.
4: 10 p.m. nights. And how it affects people. On 97.3 The Sky.
1: Good morning and welcome to Friday Eve. That's yes. right. Happy Thursday, everybody. It is 8.20. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers where the answer is always yes. It's the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassie. Morning, Greg. Good morning. It is brisk. Yes. Outside. It is Crispy. Mm. It is cool. Yes. Things are drying uh, out. You know, the storm that moved through, I don't know if I mentioned this, I had a, a you know pretty decent-sized branch, call it a branch, but on a big tree. It's pretty heavy. It's a limb. Fall, yeah, fall on our yeah. house yeah. in Keystone. And um, luckily, it, it appears it didn't do much damage, oh, a little good. bit bent uh, a gutter, but uh, they need to be replaced anyway. There you go. And so I was pretty proud of myself, though, Greg. You'd, you'd have been cheering. You'd have been. You would have been uh, putting that stamp on my man card. Well, here, here's what I know about it. You
3: used a chainsaw, mm-hmm. and you came to work, and you had all arms and legs intact. That's all I. That enough to me? That's a win for you with a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: you know what? The storm wasn't even through yet, and I was out there cutting that thing up. Look at you. Yeah. Wow. I was feeling like a real man. That was. I could. I couldn't hardly stand the smell of my own testosterone. <laughs> It, w-
3: uh, it That's called sweat, Bob. It's oh. called sweat. Oh well, you okay? So we had that, and then it's dry and cold, but it's going to get wet again, and then colder. So yeah, that's what we're looking at over this uh, this weekend.
1: Yeah, we are, and uh, and for some, it's three day weekend. Martin Luther King mm-hmm. True. Uh, day is Monday. Uh, I'm, I'll go down that path in a minute, but let me do this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Bill Belichick has parted ways with. Robert Kraft and the New England Patriots. Mm. This, I, you know, the big news, I thought, especially if he, big sports news, yep. I don't think it got much bigger than Nick Saban retiring. Nick right. Saban retired for, in huge. case you're, yep. you hadn't heard. But Bill Belichick said, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. They're so competitive, these guys. Yeah. Yeah. One of sports' most iconic coaching tenures is over. The Patriots and Bill Belichick will part ways apparently today. ESPN.com is reporting that rumors had swirled around Belichick's future all season. As the Patriots finished with a four and thirteen record, missed the playoffs uh, for the third time in four seasons. He's enjoyed little success without Tom Brady and is now without a job. Belichick, widely regarded as one of, if not the best coach of all time, led the Patriots for 24 years, famously winning six Super Bowls with the team. Six Mm. Super Bowls—that's a lot of rings. That's crazy. It is for one franchise in a period of 24 years, and really, I mean, if you go back to the last one, uh, that would he did in what 19, I guess, years. That's amazing. So, yeah, there was a lot of talk about what would happen. And Mm -hmm. I think he was fairly candid about at least saying that he was going to meet with Robert Kraft and they were going to have, you know, discussions. I'm pretty sure that this was a mutual type thing. I would, and maybe I'm just guessing that, Mm -hmm. but I would think. Now, Belichick's 71 years old. Oh, my goodness. But he has no plans to retire. He didn't put squat in his 401k. Oh, he's got to keep working then. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I think financially he's going to be okay. He'll get by. He'll get by. But it's interesting. He has no plans to retire. He needs just 15 more wins to match. Don Shula's all-time wins record, regular season and playoffs, by a head coach in NFL history. But he met over the last several days, apparently, with the owner, Robert Kraft, and they reached this mutual decision. There's supposed to be a news conference today at noon. And again, just with the Saban thing. Who who is going to fill those shoes? And you look you've got oh clearly you've got some rebuilding to do. Yes. So well, again another challenge. another great gig, but another tough gig, impossible to follow a legacy like that. I shouldn't say impossible. I'd say nearly impossible. Nearly impossible. Yeah. It's going to be tough. I mean, there'll never be another Joe Montana was said, but Steve Young did pretty darn good for the 49ers as well. So we'll see what happens. Uh, once again, these people live in a stratosphere oh, where we don't have to worry about them fighting with the homeless no. for uh, to have a roof over their heads. No. But sports still does play, I think, an important role in our society to be... When it's proper, when it's done properly, to be a pressure release valve for people,
3: when they keep politics out of it, yes, yes, absolutely, yeah. Which is why they've ruined so many sports in the last two or three years, four years.
1: I know they just can't, they can't yeah. help themselves. No. All right. Um, some of the other things that we've been talking about is the judge in that case in New York is not going to let Trump speak in his own closing arguments. Now, granted. If you have an attorney, uh, what's the old saying? Something like, only a fool would represent themselves or something like that. Mm -hmm. But in this case, when you have the skills of a Donald Trump and the ability to make persuasive arguments, and this is a case against you, you should be able to speak on your own behalf. So he asked for permission. The judge granted it, but then he rescinded it and said no Hmm. or put very tight limitations on it. And this is the case that was brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James. And you know know what this whole thing is about, right? It's the claim that Trump, or the Trump people, inflated by billions of dollars on financial statements that helped him secure business loans and insurance. But there's no injured party. Right. No banks have stepped forward and said, yeah. He pulled one over on us, man. Now, if he went upside down in the loans, that might be a different story. But he paid them back. And and to really, to cap it all off, there's a lot of debate about how far off he was anyway mm-hmm. when issuing valuation on his own properties. Uh, and by the way, and I think the judge threw this one out, but it was the disclaimer part yes. well, of of. Uh, You know, when they put together the financial package... They they wouldn't let him
3: address that, and that was on the very front of the folder, and they wouldn't let him speak on that.
1: And really, in layman's terms, it basically said, look, these are the valuations, these are the numbers that we've come up with, Uh, and, and, and your evaluations may differ, but here's the numbers as we see them. Isn't that... It, there's no... There is no case here. No, do your homework. None. No. It's raw. Partisan politics and the attempted destruction of your political enemy. It's as clear as day. 828 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. Fannie falling under fanny again. This case out of Georgia against Trump falling apart even further I'll share that information with you next on 97.3
4: The Sky. Here's what's trending now. On the sky. Albert Schell
5: Jr. is is responsible for one of the more heinous acts that we've seen in Ocala in a long time.
4: The news that's trending. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin hospitalized. National Security Council didn't know it. White House didn't know it. The news
5: that's now. Illegal immigration. This is a national crisis that has to be resolved by Congress. The
4: news station. Hello, Iowa. The MAGA Republicans led by a defeated president. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3.
1: Hey, my friends, welcome to it. It is 834, and your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, and major headlines, Nick Saban quits Alabama, Bill Belichick quits the New England Patriots. I mean, these are like the stability type things in sports. When you turn on a Patriots game, you expect the camera to pan over to Belichick. Deep in thought. With his cut-off sweatshirt, right? You expect Nick Saban with a somewhat stoic delivery, right? Dealing with the press. Success. Both men have certainly experienced that. Saban goes out, maybe not on top, but pretty darn close to it.
3: Mm, Quite a reputation (sighs) behind him, needless to say.
1: I mean, look, he lost. To the eventual national champions, Michigan. And if right. you saw what they did to Washington, uh, that's a pretty darn good team. So anyway, what's gonna happen at Alabama? How do you fill those shoes? What's gonna happen mm-hmm. in New England? How do you feel fill those shoes? At least in the Belichick scenario, the fans, as much as they love him, mm-hmm. were probably starting to question things because I mean the last what, four seasons or three of the last four have not been very good. This one I don't know, it's got to be the worst season he's ever had. would they have four wins or something? Not very Patriot-like. So, look, it's the land of sports, but it is a diversion that we, I think, sometimes need. I I know I need it sometimes. But important things are going on, like shaping our future, and voting is a big part of that. And all these people that are questioning or outraged by our borders being wide open, you better vote. Mm-hmm. You better vote. Especially if you've opened your pie hole one time. Yeah. yeah. You better vote. I really, it's, it's, we always say, this is the most important election. I can say, all the elections in my lifetime, you could say that about, probably. But this one, based oh. on my life's experience, oh my goodness. truly is. Yeah, I, I've never seen the complete and utter weaponization of government to the extent that I have seen move against Donald J. Trump, mm-hmm. even when he was a candidate the very first time. The questions about how did he lose yeah. in 2020? yeah, He got more votes than any other sitting president in history, mm-hmm. but yet... He lost to a guy who campaigned from his basement, who was a twice before failure as a presidential candidate, who was plagued by a plagiarism and lying about his education. And still, somehow, that guy from the basement, the oldest, whitest, most tired guy in government, gets elected by so-called progressive-minded people? Yeah, but Bob, he was so
3: popular, he got more votes than his predecessor, uh, Barack Obama. 14
1: million more votes than Barack Obama. That's believable? No, it's not. I'm Bob Rose, election denier, and proud of it. Because I know the Constitution is on my side. The very nature of the First Amendment is about questioning the government. But yet they want to make it a crime when people question the government. It's exactly what the First Amendment was designed for. It wasn't so that you could argue about a football game. No. It was designed so that you could make it known that you're unhappy with your government, and you can say why. And that has been protected. Mm -hmm. But not so much as of late, not when Donald J. Trump is involved, apparently. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and talk to Hollywood. Good morning.
5: Hey, good morning, guys. Sure appreciate what you do every day, man. You guys are fighting a good fight. Um, You know, this whole attack against uh, former President Trump, um, you know, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, he goes, in the end times, it's, you know, there's going to be all these different signs, but one of them, he said, there's going to be kingdom raised up against kingdom. And I think there's a a very spiritual battle of the kingdom of good against the kingdom of evil. And just seeing what our government is doing to conservatives like President Trump. I mean, even my wife getting kicked off of Facebook, so (laughs) Facebook jail over and over again just for, you know, posting data that is peer reviewed scientific data. And it's just, um, you know, the, the good news is Jesus is still on the throne. And I believe that uh, revival is coming to America. So God bless you guys, and God bless America.
1: Thank you, Hollywood. God bless you and your lovely wife and your whole family. Elon Musk has, uh, has come out and demanded election security. He said the lack of voter ID laws is insane. <laughs> now, right. we've been saying that here on this show for a very long time. Mm-hmm. There, You maybe have seen the, the memes where there is a long list of things that require a form of identification for you to be able to do. Oh, it's a huge you know, list. Like drive, uh, yeah. get on an airplane, Rent a car. get Sudafed from yeah, uh, your yeah. local uh, drugs, all that stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and yet you can cast a vote. One of the most important rights that we have. And you can cast a vote and not have to clearly, in, in some states... You know, identify yourself. So Elon Musk is taking a public stand for stricter U.S. voting laws, calling for mandatory in-person voting, requiring identification across all 50 states. And he said this in multiple comments on his social media site, X. And he said, in the USA, you don't need a government-issued ID to vote. You can mail in your ballot. This is insane. And he's right. And we have said the same thing. And it is interesting, I got into, I guess, a little bit of a debate with somebody who uh, is involved with higher education and and politics, mm-hmm. and let's just say, this gentleman who is a, a great guy, other in these areas where clearly we don't see eye to eye, he was practically foaming at the mouth, and this was a few years back, yeah so upset at the idea of having to present an ID to vote. What? Yes, saying how that is racist. You're el- eliminating or hijacking the ability for uh, for those struggling, socioeconomic struggling, to be able to do that, like the cost of an ID, which in some states they've waived now. Yes, they do. In other states, it is not very expensive and so, But, I mean, I'm telling you, the argument was delivered with such a level of passion. One had to think, like, do you really believe it? And then you have to wonder. It's like, so you live in this, you know, land of higher education. You mm-hmm. live in this little, you know, castle. And you really must not be in touch with regular folks because... um your pictures of, like, people living in poverty and in, you know, shacks and stuff like that. What does it come from? Like, the
3: 1930s? Did he think that maybe you didn't have to have any ID to get a government program or get a government check or cash that government check? You don't do that. I mean, unless you're an illegal immigrant. You don't do that as an American citizen without an ID. Look, it, he
1: became very, very heated, very Amazing. quickly, very vehement. and Amazing. And, yeah, and, and wouldn't... there. Mm. You couldn't have any sort of a debate, because this is based on logic. Of course you should be able to identify yourself to cast a vote. Sure. And we know that uh, mail-in voting, balloting, we know that it is ripe uh, for problems. Oh, yeah. Corruption. We know that. I mean, there were so many years... Where you had to vote in person and on just one day. Yep. And somehow <laughs> you know, tens of millions of people somehow were able to do it when transportation in many areas wasn't as readily available as it is now. Yeah. Uh, it just it boggles my mind, and it's like, are you getting so defensive because you don't really think? That the ideas of the left, specifically, would be supported by a majority of Americans, is that behind the kind of defensiveness? Knowing that, hey, if we don't rig it, and when I say rig, yeah, it could be all different things. But if you can't, if you can't win without rigging it, what does that tell you? Your ideas are flawed. Mm-hmm. But they don't see it that way. They see it as, and I've talked about this before, their failure to maybe present their ideology in a more effective way. Yeah, but Bob, didn't you hate waiting like a week or two when
3: they had to count all those votes in one day to know who won? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, well, it didn't work that way, did it? Right. No.
1: Yeah. It does now. So we went yeah. backwards yeah. Yeah, in, we time, in the yes. time and space continuum when we had elections in one day and they were able to you know, count all the votes before the before midnight. Yeah, you knew who was going to win. Yep. And and apparently, we are a long way from that now. Hmm. Yep. And that's why they call them progressives. Huh. I think they need a new name. Indeed. And I'll give you a couple of them, but not on the air. <laughs> on the air, Bob. Do it during the break. Eight forty-five. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Don't forget to download the Odyssey app. A U D A C Y. And you could find podcasts and all that. Just search for 97.3 The Sky.
4: The Sean Hannity Show. What about the thousands of Chinese nationals entering our southern border? Afternoons at 3. The top geopolitical foes, Iran, Russia, and China. Why are they being allowed into this country? On News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
1: Good morning and welcome. 8.50, 10 minutes till 9 o'clock. Happy, happy Thursday, almost Friday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Uh, chilly this morning for sure. Uh, but then weather might not really improve much as there's some rain expected on Friday. And it's kind of going to be one of those up and down weekends where you're going to have to really almost do the hour by hour radar thing. I have a feeling. Yeah, I was watching that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how, how that goes down. Fannie Willis, Georgia's Fulton County District Attorney, who brought election interference charges against Donald Trump and 18 co-defendants, has been subpoenaed now in a divorce case involving a special prosecutor she hired in the Trump case. A process server delivered the subpoena to her office on Monday, according to a court filing reviewed by the Wall Street Journal, which first reported the subpoena. It requests that Willis testify... In the divorce case involving her top prosecutor, Nathan Wade, and his wife, Jocelyn Wade. The Wades filed for divorce in Cobb County, just outside Atlanta, in November of 21. Um, The filings in the case have been sealed since February of 22. Now, it was earlier this week, Mike Roman, a former Trump campaign official and co-defendant in the interference case is facing uh, seven criminal charges. He filed a motion that is accusing Willis and Nathan Wade of an improper clandestine personal relationship during the pendency of this case. The filing offered no proof of the relationship or any uh, wrongdoing. The motion claimed that the alleged relationship between Willis and Nathan Wade resulted in, quote, the special prosecutor and, in turn, the district attorney profiting significantly from this prosecution at the expense of the taxpayers, unquote. Willis has benefited substantially and directly and continues to benefit from this litigation because Wade is being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to prosecute this case on her behalf. Yeah, she appointed her friend, we'll call him. Very good friend that she's traveled with and doesn't deny that. So, uh, she appointed him as this uh, special prosecutor or whatever, and then has to pay for those legal services, right? Because they're not in-house. Right. Nearly $654,000 in legal fees in 22 and 23 while working on this election interference case. But in this motion filed by one of the accused, uh, it further claimed, without evidence, that Willis and Nathan Wade traveled together to vacation destinations including Florida, Napa Valley, and the Caribbean. The Guardian contacted Willis and Nathan Wade for comment, neither yet spoken publicly on uh, the subpoena. Hmm. If these allegations are true, and there's other folks that are kind of looking at this and scrutinizing it further. uh, This is the kind of thing that would absolutely get you booted out of office and maybe more. And it also goes to show the extent of which uh, people will bend over backwards to try to attack Donald Trump. Yep. And, And then, in another story where Fanny's name comes up. Um, now there's allegations that she colluded with January 6th committee members to obtain tips that would help her prosecute Donald Trump and tried to keep it out of court and public view using a procedural trick. So normally, any information that would be kind of evidence in the prosecution yeah. would be given to the defense... It's called discovery. But in this case, allegedly this information was not shared. Playing games. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Lawyers from the January 6th committee shared evidence with Willis when she was convening a special purpose grand jury prior to the criminal grand jury. Since there were no defendants, Politico notes, by the way, there could be no defense motion for discovery. In other words, the special purpose grand jury... Wasn't necessarily going after specific defendants, I guess, initially. So there's nobody to send discovery to because hmm. nobody at that point is being, you know, held criminally or or civilly even for that matter. And here's the interesting thing. January 6th committee, they destroyed their records. Why would you do that? Uh, aren't there still cases <laughs> pending that that have to do with the claims that somehow Donald Trump was an insurrectionist? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you destroyed evidence? That leads me to believe only one thing. They had evidence that would refute the insurrectionist label and be very supportive of Donald Trump. That's what I think. We're approaching... Uh, 8.56 on the Bob Rose Show. We've got a lot more coming up in the 9 o'clock stretch. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to 97.3, The Sky.
4: 2024 means a breath of fresh air. New
5: beginnings. And it
4: also means... New news. The presidency. Are you ready? An election year. Impeachment.
5: Added to the federal debt. Debt limit crisis.
4: World peace. Keep it on the sky in 2024. And we'll keep you up on the new news that matters. A lot will happen. New year. The primary race. When you cast your vote. New news. Securing the border. Hamas and Islamic Jihad. Israel is fighting the just war. The news station is News Talk 97.3. The Sky.
0: Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv.